and hello. <laughs> Here we are. We're back. Uh, me and Danielle are going to constantly fight over who does the intro today. I guess I win. Uh, welcome back to the I Married a Weep podcast. Currently located in our closet because we can't seem to get this podcasting thing down. Um, but hopefully this sounds a little bit better and we'll continue to uh, make it sound a little bit better. Danielle, how are we doing? Doing good. They say third time's the charm, but... I don't know if I want this to be the charm because it's pretty claustrophobic <laughs> in here. And I never realized how small our closet was until sitting in it. Oh, no. I think you remembered when you <laughs> said, wow, I need more clothes. <laughs> but, uh, yes, today's episode, we're going to be just talking through 10 cool characters, in our opinion. So we both have formulated our own list. Um, we'll, of course, reference what shows they're from. But, you know, it's going to be mostly about the the cool cats. So, um, I mean, we can just jump right into it if you're fine with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, do do we want to alternate? And I don't have my list in any particular order. I kind of just put them out there. Yes. Disclosure, this isn't in order of appearance, although my number one is probably my number one. But this is just top ten cool. What is cool? What is it? What, what are we basing cool on? Um, You know what? I was thinking about that earlier. and. I don't know. When I wrote my list, I kind of think cool is like, oh, it's so hard for me to, because I have bad guys on my coolest, but I also have heroes on my coolest. And I think it just depends on how they carry themselves and how much of a badass they are. I think you'll see in my list, I don't have too many like nice people on my <laughs> list. They're all kind of mean, but they know how to carry themselves and people don't F with them. And, you know, I think that's cool because they know who they are because I don't know who I am most <laughs> of the time. So I can like live my life vicariously through these characters. And yeah, I mean, we're, we're hesitant to say, hey, don't do that to someone doing something wrong at the supermarket. But here we are like, man, that guy, he's telling them what for. <laughs> But uh, my, yeah, I don't know, my, when I was thinking about it, I think you're, you know, being a little bit smarter than me, went a little bit more deep into what cool is. I, my main factor was when I see that character, I'm like, damn, he's pretty cool. <laughs> like, that was kind of my uh, whole reasoning, honestly. So, let's get, you know what, let's get right into number one. Who do you, okay. not, and again, not ranking. Yeah, just the first person I put on my list was... Shishomaru. He's um, the half-brother from my favorite show, Inuyasha, and he's actually the um, antagonist of the show. And so one, there, of them. one of them. There's many. Um, but definitely because, you know, he's a half-brother, that makes it even worse because you don't want your brother, even a half-brother, to, to be your enemy. But here we are. He is. And he's a badass. And he is, and he manages it with that long hair, which is a thing in Inuyasha. Both of these brothers have this super long hair, yet they're still looking pretty dang cool. But you, but long hair is a thing in anime in general, and a man with long hair in anime, I can dig it. True. And they're, and, okay, I will pull the card out. Shishomaru is also very sexy. I know I'm talking about yes, a these cartoon. Are cartoon. <laughs> but the way he is portrayed in his like soft-spoken, monotone voice, I like it. And and he's just cool. He knows, I mean, the whole uh, show of Inuyasha, you're just wanting Inuyasha to 
realize and to train and to be who you want him to be. And Shoshomaru just can do it. And it's nothing to him. So that's also really cool. Like, I don't have to watch a million episodes for Shoshomaru to show me that he knows how to fight someone. He I just think, knows how to do it. I, I think that's definitely a factor with a few of mine, like where the coolness just comes from. Dude doesn't even need the, like, you got the main character just busting his ass and, you know, working hard, working hard. And then there's some enemies that's just like, what's going on? I've. I've not done one workout. I'm just kind of that's who, that's how I am. Yeah. Um. Well, I, my my first, which and then I will put is to maybe one of my favorite characters of all time, in the cool factor, uh, is Killua Zoldik. I I the the last name I'm, whatever Killua. Um, he is from the show Hunter Hunter. Just a young boy who is. Little, uh, the the little baby of an assassin family, <laughs> and uh, yeah, from the first episode he pops in, you're like, nice, no, just cruising on a cruising on a skateboard, and just his efforts in the show are effortless. He gives you that feel like he listens to lo-fi all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, then like you'll you'll watch the credits of Hunter Hunter, which we all have, right? All of us have seen Hunter Hunter by now, right, right guys? Right. We're Please. looking. We're looking at you, people listening to this. Every one, just watch it. Just we got we got Tira on it. Hello, Tira. Um, just humorous already, and just do it. But uh, no, it's Hunter Hunter as usual. We're gonna always do that to you. But um, even in the end credits, he, he like. All the characters are falling off of, like, who knows what. And he's just sitting there with his hands in his pockets, free-falling. He's got no fears. His his upbringing, wild, which you find out in the show. But, uh, and his electricity powers later on. Spoiler alert. Yeah, just, just a cool cat. Just a cool cat. Yeah, and the bromances in that show between him and Gon are everything you want your friendships to be. And it's adorable. Um, so number two, who'd you have your on, on your second? Oh, um, oh, we're doing this, uh, ladder style. Oh, I don't care. I'm, I just want you to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, we're both trapped in this closet right now. <laughs> you well, okay, fair. Um, second one, I'm going to go with Tanjiro. Uh, it's from the show Demon Slayer. Another good one. As we're going <laughs> to. All of these shows are going to be good. <laughs> Listen. I don't think we've ripped on one show. Well, we'll rip into shows later. We're just we're still in this honeymoon phase. Let's just talk good anime and all that good stuff. But um, he is uh, basically a normal, just stand up guy who's good, helpful around town in his little village. One day he goes on a little bit of a mission. This is the first episode, so it's not really that big of a spoiler. Um, but he goes down the mountain. He's helping out in town. Well, he stays at a, it's beginning to be uh, dark a little too soon, so he's got to stay and sleep down at the base of the mountain. And the guy's like, dude, there's demons out there, just sleep in the hut. Go up in there in the morning. Nothing, you don't need to get up there right now. Just be safe. Boy, howdy. It's like he knew what was going to happen. Demons. So, I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, goodness, say, I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm getting excited. Um, he wakes up in the morning. And he's on his way up, and then he starts smelling something. Guy's got an excellent sniffer. He can just smell. He's like a dog. But uh, he starts smelling, uh-oh, that's kind of blood, I think. I think I'm smelling some blood here. 
gets up there. The town has been ravaged, and he sees his whole family just shredded. The poor guy. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. And that's where some of his coolness comes from. Is he didn't just take that and flip out and freak out. No, he was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. Um, but he ended up finding out that his sister, bless her heart, Nezuko, is still alive. But I'm not gonna even get into that. Ooh. Something special about Nezuko. Watch episode one of Demon Slayer. It's great. We've told people that Hunter Hunter is right off the bat. You're going to love it. And I think that's only because we watch it so many times. No. The first episode of Demon Slayer, I was, we were in it. We didn't have to be. Not only is the story really cool, but what I want to talk about in other episodes is how beautiful the show is. Oh, the it's art's insane. stunning. And yeah, you just watched that one episode. Granted, we're a little bit invested in the anime game, clearly by this podcast, but episode one, we'll watch it, and then it cu- it cuts to credits, and then we just look at each other and we go, damn, another one? And then that's kind of how it snowballs into just an entire night of anime. doesn't happen as much as it's anime's just been our dinner time thing, but you guys don't care about that. Danielle, who's number two on that list? I had Vegeta from Dragon Ball. Dragon Well, he, no, he only comes in in Dragon Ball Z. Yes. He's not in Dragon Ball. But he's the antagonist turned protagonist. Um, really, really bad guy. You can see a similar uh, similarity here between my characters. But he's <laughs> he's a badass. Not so much like Shishomaru where he kind of knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. But he's always, throughout the entire show, chasing Goku to get that Super Saiyan. And to transform and just be who his dad and his people always said was a myth and a legend and Goku beat him to it and he's like I gotta beat that guy because I am the king of all Saiyans prince of all Saiyans yes I mean but he he would technically be the king since it's only them if the planet didn't I don't know explode (laughs) (laughs) looking at you Frieza um yeah he's one of those characters that like yeah he's kind of a good guy at this point I don't know if he's you know, his moral barometer is there of like, I'm actually doing this. Oh, no, he's he's still it's a selfish. jack off and yeah. very selfish. I'm still surprised that he ends up getting married to Balma, but she's also, she, eh, they kind of equally. By the way, is this the episode we start flagging the po- content as explicit? <laughs> I feel like we went from these, oh, little, little lads, oh, I, I'm so sweet to, oh, this jack off. <laughs> Anyways, this is an explicit podcast now. Um, but yeah, no, he's good. He's got, I got to say, I uh, relate to him on a certain level. I kind of have his hairline, <laughs> which if I have to pick a positive, yeah, looking like Vegeta. Could be worse. Could be a lot worse. <laughs> I just need some more muscle definition and all that. But um, no, he's a good character. He's heavily motivated, very selfishly, but motivated nevertheless. Um, you know, let's keep ladder style, so now you keep it going to your next one, and then we'll just keep two characters, boom, 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 boom. Okay, so next on my list, I had Kirito from Sword Art Online. Um, when I was making this list, I kind of went through all the animes we've seen when I got to a certain point where I knew what I was going to put, and I needed extras that I maybe wasn't coming to my forefront. I thought of Kirito, because again, he, you know... Sword Art Online, we've talked about it before. It's, um, you know, they put 
I don't, what's it called? The, oh, I'm going to be a mom. I'm, I'm ready to be a mom. I don't know what thing technology is. Oh, the Nintendo? Um, no, what do you mean? The, they put the headset on, the VR. Oh, the VR headset. Yeah, and it's like get, a Vive. Yeah. So it's like a Vive, and then they get transported in this video game. So he's like, he's master video game player. He played the beta for this thing. Yes. I'm looking this. at my husband There's... because he used to be like a beta and alpha whatever tester. I used to be a beta. <laughs> tester for video games. Listen, I beta tested Halo. It's kind of a big deal. Well, um, but no, she's... Uh, we do have this joke that she's ready to be a mom because I <laughs> we had this moment where I think I had a my PlayStation or something was downstairs and she goes, "Would you pick up your Nintendo?" And I was like, "Oh boy, <laughs> she's done it. She's gone over that that mental hill, and now all video games are Nintendo. Gosh! And now we have the Switch, so now it's even worse. <laughs> now it is Nintendo. Now it is the Nintendo. But no, okay." Er- Going back <laughs> to the point, he puts on the Vive, he's tested it, so he already knows he's good, and he gets into this game, and sure, he realizes he's stuck in this video game, and he can't leave unless he dies, which he would be dead, but he levels up like a champ, kind of a loner, but that's okay, because he finds best girl. Quick sidebar, speaking of dead, my legs... <laughs> are already just they've been sleeping since minute two of this podcast i hope this sounds a lot better if it doesn't it does i'm sure it does anyways go ahead um and listen you haven't had a knee replacement so my knee is killing me sitting Uh, indian style something i can't do anymore listen sounds like someone uh upgraded to cyborg and doesn't have a reason to complain i'm still working with these human legs okay Okay. <laughs> All right, so you had Kitty Joe, which, I mean, anything else to say, he's definitely, like, he's cool in the skills aspect of things, I think, personality-wise. Def- I don't know if he's, like, the oh, cool guy, though. Yeah, he's definitely wanting, which, dis- I said disclaimer my first thing, you know, when I was talking about what I think is cool, you know, he he doesn't really have to do any soul-searching. He's just, he's not, I don't think when you're really watching it, you don't really get the deep Mm-hmm. Um, like seated character of like who he is, like what drives him. I mean, he wants to beat the video game, but you, it's kind of like flush, like flushed out, not really from there. And um, I just think he's cool because of skill wise. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he's I, definitely cool. Yeah, he just I mean, needs to tell his his well, technically sepsis, right? She needs to chill out. It's her his cousin, right? Uh, yeah. But he doesn't yeah. know that at some point. Well, no, gets he a does little, find out. Yeah. Well, he does, but gets a little. Just a little aspect of that show. We're talking to my buddy Mike. It's a little, it's a little weird in that show. But that's, that's anime, and that's that's just it. You gotta get a little weird. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you may not like it, but it's gonna get weird. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna get pretty weird. Yeah. No. So, I guess I'll just jump. Yeah. Right. So that was your three, yep. and then here's mm-hmm. my three. Uh, Miroem, which mm. is this is my first uh, villain to hit the scene here. Um. He is technically an ant in, <laughs> in this anime's terms, but he's not an ant. There's these things called um, chimera. chimera ants, which is just like this type of ant that whatever it... I, people it, are going to be like, wait, you just said you like the show. Why are no, you so... So it's this species of ant where if it eats 
something, you know, it can evolve. Yeah, like it, it's babies, you know, it'll have like a trait of that or whatever. So And in the show, it's protected because they know like how dangerous it is. Mm-hmm. So things, but, things go a little wacky. <laughs> things might get a little bit off the old, the old rails, but uh, he's basically kind of this culmination of just a huge line of, of progression with these ants, and he is like this ultimate being that... They don't want to be born, but spoiler alert, welcome to the world. <laughs> um, but I have him on here because he's cool in the sense of, as we were talking about, he's just super powerful. He comes out, that's all he knows. I mean, the guy is launching himself through the sky just using his tail like it's nothing. But um, what I think super cool about him is like at some point, even though he's that main enemy, it's kind of like Vegeta, except for he's not like, oh, it's a search for power. He just turns, I would dare say, good. Just because he gets so wrapped up in this game that he's playing and he realizes, okay, maybe humans, like, he's still doing bad. I mean, he's still trying to kill a lot of humans and eat them as a source of food or whatever. But um, it kind of takes, that goes on the back burner. He's like, no, man, I just want to play this game, if I'm honest. Yeah, he kind of loses his goal because he gets wrapped up in wanting to be the best at everything. And he will not relent unless he beats, beats this poor blind girl at, at this game at yeah. this game which is goji i can't remember what um gunji gunji oh boy remember. whatever take our weeb cards i don't care <laughs> gungi i don't remember what it is and i apologize to anyone who does know but um no yeah so i got him he's cool he's just kind of cool definitely a weird looking character but um after that we've got yusuke Urameshi. 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 He is uh, the main character from Yu Yu Hakusho, which me and her have, oh my gosh, we've just swooned over in the past mm. two episodes. Uh, he is just this cocky, uh, is it middle school at the time? Yeah, I think it's like yeah. middle school. It, it, the anime in the middle schools, but it's a cocky middle school kid who gets in fights. He's that delinquent. And one day he's uh, just walking in the street and this ball is about to go in front of this car. And he's like, oh my gosh, this kid is going for this ball. And he's going to die. And look at that. In a quick lapse, he turns good for a, for a couple minutes. And by that, I mean a couple minutes to die. He uh, <laughs> he goes, shoves the kid out of the way, gets hit by the car, dies. That's the first episode. Again, the hooks in these shows um, to which I don't want to spoil too much, but then he ends up meeting uh, Botan, who's kind of uh, his spirit guide, the 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 guide spirit to protector. the to the next plane, and uh, he's like, "Well, at least the kid's safe." And then she kind of, unfortunately, <laughs> within five minutes of him getting hit, tells him, "Well, the car was gonna swerve, and he wasn't gonna die anyway, so you kind of just died for nothing." <laughs> Crazy, love the show to death. Um, so I got him on there just because he is always striving to be his best, all that good stuff, classic anime main character development. Mm-hmm. Um. So you had one from Demon Slayer, but the next on my list is Shinobu, who's the butterfly. Um, I don't know. I can't remember what they're called, but she's one of, like, the elite of the Demon Slayers. Like, one of, the, I think there's ten of them, and she is just so cool. Her history is just so sad with her older sister, um, being one of these elite demon slayers, and she gets slaughtered, I'm pretty sure, by the main enemy of the show, which we don't really get. I think she died from him. I think so, um, and and I will, 
I'm, I'm, I sidebar so hard off. And you Every love time to you interrupt talk. me when I am And I talking. know, and I was just going to say that. <laughs> but that's marriage. So take that. I just want everyone to know how many times I've interrupted him and how many times he has interrupted me. Continue. True. Fair. <laughs> tally. Put that on the tally. But no, I'm just saying is, and I was going, I was saying this to make it look a little bit better for you because we are a lot, a lot of the times we're not sure on super specifics because this girl, since being married to me, has watched so many shows that I'm surprised she can remember most of this because, yeah, we just flooded the gates. Oh, well, you know, I my biggest thing is I tell Tom that I think we watch too many shows and we've binged too many shows where I can't remember what the heck happens. Like, we're rewatching Yu Yu Hakusho, I think, for the third time. And <laughs> there's episodes where it'll end and I'm like, wait, what's going to happen? And Tom just looks at me. It's like, I really can't remember. And I don't know if I have short-term memory loss or if it's just because I have crammed over 35 episodes or 35 shows into my head in a very short period of time. Oh, yeah. I mean, a little little side note, I think people like to hear history, but never have I ever watched anime before meeting this man. And I can't remember... How soon into the relationship that we started talking about it, but you were like, oh, you know, if you want to watch anime, you should watch Dragon Ball Z. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, well, there's stuff before it, but, um, you know, you don't have to watch Dragon Ball. You can just watch Dragon Ball Z. And me and my, you know, silliness and possibly maybe wanting to impress, but also being A-type, wanted to make sure I got the full story. I said, no, 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 I'll watch Dragon Ball. And it was... She did it. And I did it. And people hear that and they don't get it, but I did. And I liked it. Now, when I did a second watch through, I don't know how I did it because yeah. it's it's slow and it's brutal. That's where we I'm, lean on. You were you were trying to impress me. Okay. <laughs> but I still loved it. And then when I got to Dragon Ball Z, I could appreciate it even more now that I know the whole history, you know, and a lot of little kids grew up watching that and it's part of history now i know that history too oh yeah it's definitely it was a different time in anime there's some jokes in there and there's the reason roshi is the way he is because you can't really do that anymore yeah and so from that point on it was a very quick spiral down the rabbit hole and i probably the next show i watched after that was evangelion which after coming off of a light-hearted show like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, I did not know what the heck was going on. Still don't know what the yeah, heck is going on. Yeah, you pretty much got to but... watch video essays to know what the heck's going on with Evangelion. But, um, but yeah, no. So, yeah, that just me interrupting you turned into that. So you're welcome. You know what? <laughs> you're welcome. Um, oh, I'll go next. So I had, so yeah, Shinobu, she's cool. And she's cute and she's, you know. She's and got some. Oh yeah, she has some great banter with other people in the show because she sees what she thinks is right, and other people are, you know, having their own mindset on things, and just oh, so good, so good. Um. Oh, this would have been a segue right off a of Dragon Ball. Oh man, I sh- I should have not touched back on Shinobu. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> but um, next on my list, I had Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, the child of vegeta and bulma spoiler alert that's right can you believe it can you believe it (laughs) we give out spoilers all the time we should actually have a spoilers announcement in the beginning nah you know what 
The show's so old. <laughs> Listen, if you haven't watched it, and you're not even going to remember. This is all, like, that's the thing is, if 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 you guys are, like, getting into anime, you're not going to remember all of this. It just sounds like mumbo jumbo. And then if you do know what we're talking about, then you already know. That's so true. It's, it's a foolproof plan. That's true. As far as I'm concerned. My legs. My legs are getting there, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, But trunks, so... Not little trunks. I'm not talking about baby trunks. Well, of course not. We don't want to talking... get too weird. Yeah. Well, no, because <laughs> he's pretty cool. Because Gon and Killua are younger than a, um, teenage trunks, and they're cool. But I'm not. I'm saying if people have watched the show, I don't want you to think of like little trunks and Goten. I want you to think of like future trunks, future future time traveler <laughs> trunks, because that hair. Ooh wee! That bowl cut. That, that bowl cut. You know what? I never thought a bowl cut looked good until I saw that. Until it was purple. <laughs> and hey, you know what? I may or may not have on a Pinterest board of cosplay for our future spawns first Halloween if it is a boy. We will be Vegeta, Bulma, and Little Trunks. I have seen it, and it will be done, and it's going to be cute. Not to be the dead horse with the joke, but I've got one part done. I've got the Vegeta. <laughs> we'll, we'll tighten up the, the, the point of my widow's peak. but. <laughs> and we got to get you like a really big spiky wig. Oh, yeah. Because that hair goes on for days, <laughs> just straight. <laughs> anime hair, man. That should be a whole show in and of itself. Anime hair that defies gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Um, yeah, what, but what yeah, makes so, Trunks cool? Do you know what? And he's not very good. He's okay. But he gets his ass beat a lot. He does. And he do. I, I don't know why he really made this list. I just think because, I don't know, not knowing how to describe what cool is, I just think of Trunks and I think that he's cool. I can't tell you why because, you know. That's okay. You can uh, have that disclaimer. Just, I, I just think he's cool. And I think, do you know what? His fit is cool. His outfits and The dude's slays. fit. And it's still, I mean, it's still a relevant outfit. I mean, it's it, it works. And it, he's got a sword. You don't see much of that in Dragon Ball. That's he's kind of like, cool. He's like Cloud in Dragon Ball. That's right. And that, he, and here's the thing. I had looked at, you know, not that I needed to, but I had looked at preparing for this kind of a couple lists. And some lists had Cloud as a cool anime character, which, yes, Advent Children is the movie, but it's still, it's that CG stuff. But what is anime now, right? Because there's 3D shows. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Man, how far, <laughs> how far we've come. Um, and then was that two for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Shinobu um, and then Trunks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. May I take, may I take yeah, it from here? Yeah, take the floor. Okay. Um, we had Yusuke. Oh, number five, All Might. From My Hero Academia, Ooh, the wee. Superman of anime, the, I mean, the perfect, uh, the perfect character as far as heroes go. He's the man, always got a smile on, you know, I am here, oh, yeah. he's the whole reason for the show, clearly, because that's the only reason, I mean, anyone's safe is because that guy became the symbol, but he is, to anyone who doesn't know the show, he's just kind of this ultimate hero who basically brought on this golden age of kind of peace because no villain wanted to to mess with uh, them and in this world everyone has superpowers by the way um different so, levels different styles not th- everyone's a superhero but yeah some know. people are just you know maybe they're a, their powers fax machines and they can just spew paper out of their stomach i don't know <laughs> it's a pretty open show <laughs> but in this case no he's just super strength super speed super cool hair just a cool guy and i i think uh pretty cool outfit too 
as far as superheroes go. Yeah. And great comedic timing when he's uh <laughs> when he when he turns into his other form. By the way, guys, check out that show too. <laughs> Anything you hear, go watch it. <laughs> um so All Might's made it. And then back to Yu Yu Hakusho for me, because um I'm just a filthy fan of it. I'm just a filthy fan of it. And this is a, I know, I saw your list. I did a little sneak peek, and this is kind of from both of us, so we can both talk on it. Um, And then maybe I do another one to balance it out, and then we get back into the... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, But we've got Hiei, who is another bad person (laughs) who turns good, (laughs) if you can believe it. If you can believe it why he's on my list <laughs> exactly um oh he was a villain and now said one nice thing put him on the list for danielle <laughs> well shishomaru so far watching the show has not said one nice thing so stand I mean, he, corrected. he said he was scared of inuyasha once that's a pretty good compliment it is but then out of the same side as mouth he says you shouldn't have the tetsaiga i should because yes. you don't even know how to use it um, and this one, uh, the Tetsai guy is a sword. Just go watch Inuyasha, too. Go watch everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, yeah, he's kind of a demon who we first see as he is come to the human world to steal a couple items that are, uh, they got some nice little functions to him. And, uh, yeah, he's just a mean dude. He's a problem. But the the respect that... Uh, turns him good is it's kind of that Vegeta thing as wow Yusuke Yurameshi defeated me that human mm-hmm. listen dog we're gonna be friends so I can keep coming back to fight you <laughs> yeah and it's it's charming because then you can tell by the end of the show he genuinely does care he'll mm. act like he doesn't but he do yeah. and he's got that one part of the arc where he's trying to uh go defend his sister in some circumstances mm. beautiful character development on this guy from bad to good, to I like that guy. Yeah. He's got that hard outer shell. And you know what? He probably has it from living in Demon World, if I'm to be honest. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. And, you know, I think seeing the humanity through Yusuke, you know, has shown him that not all humans are bad. And, you know, trying to protect Yukina, his sister, and... That's a point to and you because I couldn't remember the sister's name. So oh. that's a point to you. <laughs> oh, because she's a little cutie. Yeah. She's not in the show enough. No. Um, but, you know, and let's let's not, you know, jump to any conclusions here. Hie does not want uh, Human World to be annihilated because he likes chilling there. He hates Demon World. <laughs> yeah, the place sucks. <laughs> Especially when you eventually see Demon World for what it is and you're like... Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's like Montana. Like, I'd totally go there to chill, see all this beautiful nature. Aside from that beautiful nature in Demon World, which isn't, maybe it's not that beautiful. I don't know. It's got big plateaus and stuff. It seems pretty all right. Yeah, in that one section we saw in the episode. Listen, we're not judging the world because, you know, there's beautiful spots uh, in America, too. You know, why not Demon World, right? Yeah, that's true. Don't appease me. I see your face. (laughs) She's not convinced. I'm giving him the, you're wrong, and you know you're wrong face. <laughs> Very experienced with that one. But uh, but yeah, so he made that list just, you know, we're going to, oh man, we're already past the half hour. Which, you know what, forget that. I'm over the half hour thing. You win. Again, that's a couple wins here. Um, as we figure out what this podcast is, I think the lengths are going to vary pretty good. 
um, until we fall into the rhythm of what we actually do. Because, I mean, yeah. I'm a blabbermouth. I can make this thing go for two more hours. And we did have a little bit of story time, which was probably five minutes. So. Yeah, well, take that, guys. You can get some story time. So we just did he a, and then I'll do one more, and then that should even us out, I okay. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next on my list is Senku, which is uh, the main character. A lot of main characters, but, of course, they're going to be cool. They need to put the sh- show on their shoulders. That's how it works. Um, from a show called Dr. Stone. Man, what a what a premise for a show. Well, we haven't had that reaction to anything. <laughs> uh, cue the past eight people we've talked about in cue their shows. Cue this entire podcast. Every single episode. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. We appreciate it. Um, and I hope you do continue to because not that it's a big deal that I'm sitting in a closet for a half hour, but this closet is pretty small. Um, but yeah, he, the show is... Uh, Imagine one day that uh, big green wave goes over the earth, and you're like, well, what the heck was that? But you realize that wave was turning every person to stone, and some birds, but it turned every single person into stone. And then you're, you watch this show as the main character is in this solidified state, and the world starts to change. We're talking thousands of years goes by. I think it's like 3,000 or something. Something around there, yeah, give or take, the over-under there. But uh, the the main character is this science genius, so the world's gone. Like, the world's just gone. It's all taken over. It's all forests and crazy stuff. It's like starting up a new world in Minecraft. Like, game on, dude. So in this case, they're lucky to have him, and he's cool in the way of he's just smart. Smart as a, smart as a whip. Is that a oh, saying? I would say genius. Is that a I saying, though? Smart, yeah, I smart think Smart as yeah. a whip? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so the show, you follow him as he's trying to put society back together and he's actually showing you, he's teaching you kind of what makes things in this world, science and all that good stuff. Fun, fun show. Mm -hmm. So back to you. Um, so next on my list, I had Schwarzbruder. Did I do it in a nice German? Schwarz. Yeah, he did good. (laughs) So he is from, um, G Gundam. And he was a, for the whole show, didn't know who the heck he was because he always wore this, like, Joker costume. Are you going to spoil that for everyone? I'm not going to say who he is. What's stopping us now? I was just wondering. You can't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't honestly care. And no one will watch G Gundam. They'll get two episodes and be like, nah, this is a, this is a skip. Yeah. But you should watch but it. But I, yeah. Why did I start watching that show? Because I made you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know... Tom has, um, and my brother, they love building these little toy Gundams. Okay, they're not toys. Action figures. These? Models? They're models. It's beyond a toy. Okay, it's a way of life. (laughs) Um, And I tell him, we probably have, I was going to say 30. Oh, as if. 15. No, if, we probably have 10. I have had to hold. Okay, 10. I am a, I am Filled to the brim of wanting to do it, but I hold it back so that I don't take over the house. Trust me. This is a very, very, you know, it's a fun hobby. But I've I've sacrificed a little so that you can maintain a cute house. <laughs> now, we are going to have an episode with our friend Joe, who is the master of all collectors. I mean, wow. Yeah. Uh, you could look at every single one and spend hours in there. And... 
it, and that's the one thing I do love about them. They are little bits of art. I mean, you can do custom painting to it. Whatever, I don't need to go on this tangent. Tangent, but watching the show still has not helped me identify which one is Burning Gundam, which one is God Gundam, or is that the same thing? God Gundam and Burning Gundam. Yeah, I still it's don't different. Know. God Gundam is Burning Gundam. Okay, oh, in the show, right. you've got these big robots fighting each other. So when she says Gundam, just it's a big robot it's for anyone robot. who doesn't, you know, yeah, you know what the heck's going on. Uh, in this case. What Danielle sees as it's just a humanoid thing that is blue, red, and yellow. <laughs> well, because many of our, um, many of the figures, even though they're different, are white mainly with red, blue, sometimes yellow. I can't tell the difference to save my life. And he's like, look at the helmet, the headpiece. And I was like, I still, they still have horns or antennae. I don't know what they are. They look cool. <laughs> I still can't identify which one is Domon's or not unless the fist is out. You know, the... The fingies. The fingies. The shining the, fingers. The shining fingers. My fist is burning red. The east is burning red. <laughs> Joe, forgive her. <laughs> um, But no, I had Schwartz on here because he, again, going back to people who know... Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> of my terrible German pronunciation. No, yes, it's good. It's good. I can't. Um, whatever. Um, he knows what he's doing. He's trying to teach the main character how to actually be good because Domon is too dense to figure it out. And he's always there to save his ass. And, you know, the ending... Yeah, whenever Dolman is in a tight situation, it's kind of like, when is Schwartz going to be here so he can get Dolman out of this situation? Because you never have any faith in him until the last episode. <laughs> well, what I love is, he, like, you know when things are getting tough that something's about to go down. And we could honestly just pick, like, a percentage. You got, there's some moments you're like, all right, this is a 60% Schwartz brooder about to happen. Oh, yeah. And sure enough, things look uh, bleak. And then uh, Domon turns and goes, Schwartz! And then you know that the day is saved because the guy's a legend. Mm-hmm. But And then, um, of course, I had Hiei on my list, which we already talked about. Mm-hmm. And then from Full Metal Alchemist, you know, very disappointed. I mean, I have two on there. Oh, I see you have at least one on there. But I'm going to throw a lady in there. I got Olivier Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist. She's yep. the brother of... She's the sister. Or, she's the sister. I got you guys. <laughs> Trust me, I got her on that one. <laughs> she's the sister of um, the main Armstrong guy. And she's, yeah, I can't remember. It's been remember. so long. Yeah, I gotcha. At this point, I don't care. I'm just throwing a lady out there because she's just cool. She gives no shits. And she's got lips. She's got she's lips. She's like the one character in the show that's just got lips. It's so weird. But it works. And, He's a cool character. And an attitude for days. Yeah. I mean. It's beautiful. You you would think she's a bad person, but she's actually good. Um, So he, I don't have much to say about her because I don't remember fully because it's been so long since I watched the show. But yeah. she's just, she's cool. I don't know if like it's a thing that's like, oh, you should watch that show before we talk about it on the podcast. But. That's got so many episodes. It's not possible. So unfortunately, we're gonna slip sometimes. We're gonna we're not gonna guide you in minute the minutia. Is that a yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Anyways, whatever, I agree with you. She's cool, we know she is. We just can't really remember the, the specifics of it. But I'm um, getting a little strapped for time here. Buckle up with another long one. That's it. People are already probably tapped out. They're like, okay, <laughs> these people don't know what they're talking about. They're going on tangents. Listen, if you've made it here, thank you. And if you haven't, my, rude. Rude. Well. Nah, not rude, whatever. Just, anyways. Um, so, going along with another woman to the list, I had Sango from Inuyasha, which is a show you guys might have heard of. Um, and she is a demon hunter of sorts. Yeah, she comes from a village of these demon hunters. And another sad story of, you know, at some point her village kind of gets a little wiped out. But she is like the what makes her so freaking cool is she's just a human who's been trained in these ways of fighting demons. These kind of, uh, they're, they're otherworldly. They're stronger than humans. They've, they're not better, but you know what I mean? They're just, they're deadlier. She is like the one person in the cast that's like, she's just normal. She's like the Krillin from Dragon Ball Z. She <laughs> is just normal, but she's keeping up with the big boys who all have these special powers, but she's just got this big old boomerang and a cute little cat thing, Kilala, which turns into a big, big cat thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I find her to be very cool. Um, and then just quickly, uh, I've also got Joe otherwise known as the Junk Dog, as my next spot, uh, from Megalobox. Now, he's the main boxer guy. He is the main boxer. Okay. He goes by Junk Dog. Junk, yeah, Junk Dog. Um, he, it, it's a show about boxing, but it's kind of like this cool little, but everyone has these machine arms or assisting, um, the main character has built in like crazy machine arms, but it's mostly these exoskeletons that are helping making boxing a little bit more deadly because who doesn't want more deadly boxing? <laughs> the sport where people die. It's perfect. Um, but in this case, you got this guy from the slums. He wants to make it in this big tournament coming up. He doesn't really have the money for a big exoskeleton, um, but he is just a madman. And what makes him cool is he's willing to go into the ring and fight normal. He, his his stuff breaks, and he's like, whatever, I'm still going in there, and I'll fight this guy. And he's using more of a technique. He's using more of style. And uh, it's a very cool show, very short, easy to watch, easy to digest. If you liked Cinderella Man or anything boxing-related, including Rocky, Megalobox, highly recommend. And, uh, yeah, he's just cool. He He's just the man. He's just the man. Yeah, so. that is cool. Um, I only have two left on my list, so I'll crank through those. Um. I have Kurapika from Hunter Hunter. Um, he's one of the squad, one of the boys. Um, he, oh my gosh, so many of our characters have terrible backgrounds. <laughs> Anime. <laughs> his family has also been annihilated, and his clan, everyone. He's the last surviving person. Um, uh, what? Um, oh. I can't remember what their tribe is, but when they're angry, their eyes glow scarlet. And so people hunted down and decimated their, um, I don't want to call them breed because they're not animals, but their <laughs> yeah, dude, ethnicity. The, their village. This their, their, yeah. their village of people, and they harvested their eyes because people wanted to own them because they were so rare and unique. And he is the last person alive, and his point of doing the hunter exam um, and getting this special licenses so he could take um, 
revenge and get back all of those eyes of his family and his people um, so they weren't just out in the world as collector's items. So that's his main goal. And um, he learns these awesome abilities, which you see a little bit of, but when you see him in action, it's just, holy cow, this guy has taken a 180 and become pretty deadly. Well, easily and, makes the list because at a certain point in the show, I mean, it heavily is just basically watching him. Mm-hmm. And there's moments that you just kind of sit there in silence because of how he goes from this character that's just like, oh, yeah, he's pretty cool to, whoa. Deadly. And he puts, I think, one thing that really makes him um, interesting in his fight style is he literally puts his life on the line in, you know, things you learn about, like your Nen and the way you can control it, you know, for your powers. He literally puts his life on the line for some of these moves just to make sure that his end goal is met, that, you know, the people who did this to his clan are decimated and he, you know, can retrieve what has been taken oh, from on, him so brutally. And it's on the tip of my tongue. The Kurda? Oh. That I, sound right? I think so. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um. Well... You know what? We'll do. Go ahead and look that up really quick, and then I'll just rip to my next one. And then after that, you're good to just. Yeah, and then you've got one more. Uh, my last on my list, and again, this list kind of just came. I was trying to keep it a little diverse and pick different um, shows. I probably could have just gone with Yu Yu Hakusho, <laughs> just <laughs> and just gone from there. But uh, we've got Mugen from Sham Samurai oh. Champloo, one of the best soundtracks in the game. Crazy show. Um, and he's just kind of, what makes him cool is he's just kind of, kind of a delinquent, but he's got fighting skills to back it up and he's just so nonchalant. He's straight to the point. He almost seems rude at times cause he is, but he's just cool cause he just handles situations and that's pretty much it. I don't know. He's just cool. Yeah. Not really too much formal training with a sword, but he just knows how to use it and the other guy who's with him, which was almost on my list, um, Jin, mm-hmm. is a trained samurai, and he's also very cool. And they team up with this girl trying to find their dad, her dad. And mm-hmm. um, we never watched the last episode of that show. And on the second to last episode, which we ended on, I was like, they're not going to find this girl's dad. I don't know if this show is like we should probably watch that. We, I've been meaning to. It's on my crunchy. It's on our crunchy roll. Been meaning to watch it. I'll do that this weekend. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. No, I'm going to do it. All right. And then um, last on my list, and yes, it is the Kurda clan. Oh, for I Karapika, did it. So good, good pull. I did it. Nice. Um, last on my list, um, another girl, two on my list. I've got uh, Android 18 from <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Um, I, another antagonist turned well, I guess not protagonist, but supporting, I guess. Yeah, she's um, a supporting character for sure. And uh, she's an android made by... Um, Dr. Giro. Dr. Giro. And mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Giro made these androids to kill Goku um, for what Goku has done to him. And... In the past, the Red Ribbon Army does not like Goku. Yeah, so, um, yeah, these androids... 17 and 18, and then I guess we can throw 16 in there, but um, yeah, they're just trying to find Goku to kill him, and she ends up turning good. And and marrying one of the lamer characters in the show. <laughs> Which, 
do not get, but hey, Curlin's got to have something at some point. I mean, the poor guy, he's put his life on the line so and many times. And he's, he's like... Uh... He's like the Sango here where Krillin, you know, as much as he gets dumped on, it's pretty impressive. He is just a human. He, It's another person. It's like this dude's just a normal guy, but he's fighting and like trying to save the world with Goku and stuff. It is a pretty commendable thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. So good on him. Android 18. Yeah, she's just she's cool. She's got infinite energy in there. Yeah. And. uh She's just witty. I think what I love, too, about a lot of, if not most of the people on my list is they're really witty. Like, he is so deadpan. Like, he will say a joke and it just sounds so mean. (laughs) And he means it. He didn't mean for it to be a joke. It was an insult. And I, you know, I find that kind of humor kind of funny. I mean, (laughs) you know, I'm going to call you out for this and you might think it's a joke, but I really don't mean it as a joke. Yeah. You know. And it's just funny when those tables turn and they end up, you know, in the end, being on the good side. Absolutely. Um, and that, I think, uh, that concludes both lists. I had an extra, but we were already at 50 minutes. That is the extra, the 50 minutes. <laughs> That's right. That is the the extra. And, you know, not to say it three times, but no, yeah, if you made it uh, this far, we really appreciate it. It's been fun sitting in this closet. My le- I and here's another repeat, Tom the repeat today. <laughs> My legs are shot. I, I think I'm gonna go to stand up <laughs> and uh hit the floor here. Um but yeah, so we're we're uh gonna continue to try and get two episodes a week, I think is what we're gonna aim for. Um Yeah, we haven't really fleshed out too much. We're kinda um we're Flying by the seat of our pants. Literally. And um, the moment we finish this, Tom is going to edit and put it on because today is Monday. It was supposed to be on already. We were supposed to have it done, but we don't. But um, Wednesday, we will have an episode for you for our first ever Watch With Us Wednesdays featuring Akira. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so we're going to watch that. We're going to talk about it in a pod, put it out on Wednesday. And just kind of do um, a talk through, maybe talk about some underlying symbolism or yeah, things about the, the movie. Um, definitely watch it. It's a cult classic. It really, things you watch in anime now has been inspired by this movie. It's kind of like. It was the key that unlocked the door of letting anime basically come here to the West. It is such a, even if, I, I would highly recommend watching it, as we've said before, um, just for the pure history of it. And frankly, it still stands up because it's one of those few animations from back in the day that, in a technical sense, was incredible. The budget was actually really solid for this Akira movie, but just the passion of the artist behind it and the passion of the creator who actually, the creator of the manga, which it was going on during the making of and even... um, you know, it he, didn't finish until the movie was done. Yeah, so the manga and the movie are kind of both the original forms. But the writer and the creator and the illustrator, I mean, he did everything. The guy is an absolute madman. Um, he decided to direct the movie as well. And, you know, there's sections of this movie that are 24 drawings per second, which wasn't on Disney back in the day. It's got this look because it's... 12 frames drawn and then, you know, shown in 24 frames per second. Whereas this, the motions that you see just, like, as an animation, like, just do yourself a favor. It still holds up today. 
and it still looks better than most of the stuff coming out today. It's genuinely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so give it a watch. Um, they might have it on Amazon. Um, I know we own it. Um, give it a watch, even if you haven't watched it, but you want to listen to see on Wednesday if it's something you'd be interested in. I, I think if you're going to be listening to this pod, I think it's something, you know, it's kind of uh, an entry, I think. I know that was one of the first, I think, animated, I think right around the time of watching Dragon Ball or one of those first couple shows I watched this yeah. movie in. Um, it's hard, it's a little interesting to follow the storyline because, again, you know, the anim- the manga was kind of in development as the movie was going on. As Tom said, they're both originals, but, you know, I... I just think it's something you have to have in your arsenal. Absolutely. And, you know, as much as our ramblings, we recommend watching it because, yes, we're going to talk through the movie and explain, not really explain, but just kind of, it's like a book club. We're going to kind of, like, go through the plot and just talk about moments we liked and all that good stuff. But um, there's only so much my rambling mouth can do, and it's not going to do it justice. So you should just watch even the opening 20 minutes it's got such an atmosphere and sets up the world so beautifully you don't have to like it but you should and uh yeah so we're gonna be getting that going for wednesday thank you again and uh thanks for sticking around for i believe almost an hour thanks so much guys we've been in a small closet for an hour thank you so much we love you have a great night